Hello everybody and welcome back to Expression FM Sport. We are back at St. James Park for the fourth time this month to bring you coverage of Exeter City's home game against Fleetwood Town. My name is Michael Sklover and I'll be joined by Joseph Terry at a game which presents an opportunity for the Grecians to overturn a poor run of form in League One, but on the contrary could potentially see an end to Kevin Nicholson's reign as interim manager. With the club statement coming out yesterday thanking the supporters for their patience, it was clearly stated that the interview stage with the candidates has been concluded, meaning the re- that the recruitment process is coming to its end and, we'll, and we will soon know the name of Exeter City's manager. Kevin Nickerson, of course, still has a chance to retain his current job on a permanent basis. However, Exeter's performance over the last two weeks have not been great. Since we brought you coverage of Exeter City's defeat to Oxford United, the Grecians travelled to New Lawn Stadium away at Nailsworth for the second time this season, hoping for another positive result against Forest Green. However, with the final whistle, Kevin Nicholson's men found themselves on the wrong side of the scoreline. A 4-1 defeat saw Exeter knocked out from the Papa John's Trophy at the group stage, but also left Exeter with 12 conceded goals in three games. While the game in the Papa John's does not present as much significance, this clash in League One certainly does, and Exeter will strive to go away with a positive result here at the park. As for Fleetwood Town, they find themselves in a similar run of form with only one victory in, Le- in the league this month. The Court Army always may be... The Court Army may be quite disappointed with some of their recent results, especially the last game against Shrewsbury. While losing 1-0 at home, Fleetwood locked Luke Dominant with 27 shots and 65% possession. Nevertheless, the first half goal from Shrewsbury saw the away side take all three points, leaving Fleetwood in 15th position, just two points behind the Grecians with the game in hand. Exeter City and Fleetwood play each other for the first time since 2014. The last game eight years ago in League 2 saw Exeter come out victorious with a 3-0 win and a brace from Elliot Richards. Kevin Nicholson's men will of course be hoping for an identical outcome today. And today, I'm delighted to be joined by Joseph Terry for his first ever game in the press box. Excited for this one, Joseph? So excited for this. It's a really great atmosphere here at SJP. The 120 Cod Army members that have made the eight-hour journey down are really showing their voice. And the uh, Big Bank is filling up very quickly. The drum has started to go. Really interesting game today. We have a team in Fleetwood that are struggling to score goals. However, they really do a good job at stopping these goals. Only 11 goals conceded this season. Really strong defensive performance. And uh, that will be a worrying thing for Exeter, particularly when we talk about the fact that they uh, have a, um, of late of a habit of not scoring many goals. Uh, Really excited for this, Michael. Really, really delighted to be joined by you today. Um, great causes being supported today here. We've got rainbow laces being supported to promote inclusivity within the game of football and society. And we will also have a, a moment of applause at its first minute in memory of Gordon Sparks, who tragically passed away last week. Uh, big, big member of the media landscape and the sports media landscape in Devon County. Uh, great to be here for that uh, really moving moment, I think, Michael. And I'm looking for some good football here today. Well, absolutely. A packed out St. James Park as usual. Very different to what it was eight years ago when only 2,700 fans attended St. James Park for a 3-0 win against Fleetwood. Kind of shows how much the club moved forward since then, doesn't it, Joseph? Really does show you how much this club has moved forward. And I think it shows you there is a real enthusiasm 
about SJP and about Exeter City Football Club here that this is this is a team that has the backing of the fans and it's a team that people think can push forward in League One. This was proved at the start of the season with some really good performances. Granted, bad run of form so far, but I think this game can be a real moment to pick up on form again. Well, building on that, obviously the run of form, as you said, has not been great. Is this Kevin Nicholson's perhaps last chance to potentially take a grasp on that permanent job at Exeter City because obviously two were losses in a row in the league eight goals conceded 12 in the last three games as well not the best run of form a last chance for Nicholson I definitely believe this is the last chance for Kevin Nicholson here um, I think his chances of getting, the, of getting the job are quite low as it is I think that Kevin Nicholson hasn't really performed so far in his temporary uh, in the temporary role um, however I think that Kevin Nixon will be going into this with some real hunger, some real push to get a good result here uh, because I think that obviously it's crunch time before we get this new manager here at SJP um, and I think there'll be some real enthusiasm when that, when that manager is announced because this is a squad that can go far in the league I think well indeed and uh, bringing you the team lineups for today and Kevin Nicholson went for the usual 3-4-1-2 formation in goal it's Jamal Blackman at the back centre backs are Cech Diabate um, J- uh, Josh Key and Alex Hartridge wing backs are Jacob Priest and Jack Sparks in midfield it's Archie Collins who's captain for today with the absence of Pierce Sweeney and Matt Jay on the bench and next to him it's the returned Harry Kite. In front of them is Giovanni Brown. And up top, it's a partnership of Sam Nombe and Jay Stansfield. On the bench for Exeter City, it's Harry Lee, Raheem Harper, Matt Jay, Tim Deang, Kex Chalke, Sonny Cox and Ed James. And for Fleetwood Town, the manager is Scott Brown. And he went for a 4-2-3-1 formation in goal. It's Jay Lynch. At the at left back, it's Danny Andrew. And at right back, it's Cole Johnston. At centre back, it's Josh Earl and Drew Baker. In midfield, it's Brendan Wiridu and Josh Vella. In front of them, it's Paddy Lane. And also in attack, it's Dan Batty and Carlos Mendes Gomez. And up front, it's Callum Morton. On the bench for Fleetwood Town, it's Jacob Stolarzichuk. Joe Garner, Harrison Holgate, Promise Omachere, Cian Hayes, Corner Teal, Sam Glinfield. The referees for today is Tom Neal, assisted by Christopher Wade and Daniel Flynn. The fourth official is Gary Parsons. Very different squad for Exeter City. A lot of players, first of all, we have to mark the return of Tim DeYoung on the base. He did get limited game time in the Papa Johns. Of course, Cech Diabate coming back into that injury, but on the other hand, missing Pierce Sweeney due to suspension. Do you think this squad can show a good result today? Obviously, great to see some of the players back, but missing the vice-captain, Pierce Sweeney. Yes, it's definitely a loss to uh, miss Pierce Sweeney here. Um, he, uh, he is suspended due to yellow cards. Um, however, I think this team does have a good chance of really attacking. I think this, this team will put out a good performance. Players like, uh, players like um, Sam Nombe have really been showing their class. I feel like I should mention him uh, but I should mention uh, as it is his birthday today. Happy birthday to Sam Nombe. Well, indeed, I was going to mention that. Sam Nombe is celebrating his 24th birthday. So happy birthday to Exeter City striker. Scored a penalty against Charlton away. Did not score in the last league game against Oxford United. Can he get a goal today in his birthday, Joseph? 
I think it will be very difficult because this Fleetwood Town really know how to defend very well. Granted, they don't score much, they know how to defend very well. One of the best defending records in the league. However, up front, Giovanni Brown, Sam Nombe, they are within the top 10 of all players attacking in goals and on assists. So I think this team has the attacking threat to really push this defensive unit of Fleetwood. Well, indeed, I'm going to be more positive. I think Sam Nombe, with this birthday momentum behind him, with Giovanni Brown, Stansfield as well in great form, having scored three times in the league in October. I think he, he's got a chance to get a goal. Uh, yeah, well, let's hope for a great result here at St. James Park. Obviously, the Big Bank, I think it's sold out again for another time this month. Obviously, we've got a bit of away fans from Fleetwood giving the, the best support they possibly can, but really looking forward to the as SGP. Let's wait for the teams. Once again, players of both teams take the knee, showing that there will be no room for racism in football or in society. And we go underway. Callum Morton kicking us underway for Fleetwood Town. Fleetwood Town playing in light blue away kits. They'll be kicking towards the big bank in this first half. Exeter City playing in their traditional red and white home kit they'll be kicking towards the St. James Road end and Fleet were on the attack straight away through the left hand side cross comes in and a great ball straight away Fleet were very aggressive in the first minutes now a corner kick the captain Archie Collins left hand arm right footed in swinger search of Diabate Diabate is unmarked and Diabate heads it wide but what a chance for the centre back a great ball from Archie Collins and somehow Exeter City's number 39 completely unmarked on the penalty spot around that area and a free header just wide of the target. If I was being cynical, I, could, I should have said Dear Bath, I should have hit the target there, but I'm going to be positive as the start of the game so far and I'm going to say that Exeter City are proving that they can make these chances uh, against this defensive unit and uh, as we see, the ball go, going out to, um, out to the back of the ball and it goes out of play. Jamal Blackman now forward to Sam Nombe. Sam Nombe, I think his shirt was pulled a little, but Sam Nombe still wins it for his team. And Jack Sparks now plays it to Jake Caprice. Jake Caprice was space to move into on that right-hand side. Jake Caprice turns round his man, plays it to Josh Key. We know Josh Key can cross it in, and Josh Key beats his man as well. And Jake Caprice now plays it to Archie Collins. Archie Collins, ball eventually comes in, and here's Harry Kite on the edge of the box. Harry Kite brought down! Harry Kite brought down inside the 18-yard box, but a cross now coming in, cleared away. A call for a penalty, and I think it was a foul from Fleetwood Town because Harry Kite winning the ball back after being sloppy with the dribbling and then brought down. I think there was a mistimed tackle, maybe, but no penalty given by Tom Neald. I agree, Mark. I think that was one of those challenges in which they catch the ball, and there's almost a secondary tackle afterwards, and you sort of and that's where you call the penalty on. Um, I think it was a penalty, however, that was contentious, I think, from the point of view where the referee was there. Could have been difficult, could have been difficult from, from, from where we are. It's quite difficult to see, I think, as well. Oh, and another great switch of play there. And the ball now with Cole Johnston again on that right-hand side. Cole Johnston beats his man very easily. Cole Johnston with a shot. Shot blocked, and the eventual shot coming in. And the goal scored by Carlos Mendes Gomez for Fleetwood Town. Very unlucky with that deflection. The deflection, I think it was from Cheikh Diabate taking it away from Jamal Blackman. But going back to the initial stages of that attack, a great switch ball again, finding Carl Johnston. Carl Johnston 
very easy to beat Jack Sparks. He really should have done better there. Shooting, blocked away, and the ball coming to the edge of the box to Carlos Mendes Gomez, who attempts a shot, and with the deflection into the bottom corner, nothing Jamal Blackman could do there. Carlos, Carlos Mendes Gomez is credited with the goal there. Carlos Mendes Gomez really picking up from the former midweek in Papa John's Trophy with the goal, uh, putting putting to bed those bad things he might have had after a missed penalty in a shootout against the Manchester United 21s. But yeah, that was that was a case of defence being carved up there. I think there was a case of not closing down at some point as well. Again, unlucky with a deflection. However, he he just had too much space there. I think. I think we saw it a lot today. That first of all, Danny Andrew on that left hand side, not marked quite often. And now, same thing with Carlos Mendes Gomez and Jack Sparks. That defending against Carl Johnston, no effort at all to win the ball. Very easy. But now a great tackle from Harry Kite. Extra do need to wake up now because they did start off well, but it's been all Fleetwood in the last 10. And I think what Fleetwood are starting to do is they're they're starting to realise which tactics are going to work against this team. And And Jay Stansfield pushing. Chance to break now. Here's Jay Stansfield. Jay Stansfield playing it to Sam Lombe on the right-hand side. Sam Lombe back into the box. Stansfield, one all. Jay Stansfield scores for Exeter City. What a response and the gracious, what a bounce back after that goal from Fleetwood. It's 1-0 and Jake Stansfield gets his fourth goal of the month. Another one for Stano. He's really finding his form this month, but what a counter-attack. Stealing the ball back, Giovanni Brown, maybe a call for a foul. Giovanni Brown wins it for his team, plays it to Stansfield. Stansfield plays it wide to Nombe and Nombe playing it back inside where Stansfield taps it in. What a goal. What a goal indeed, Michael. SJP is, was bouncing just then. Sam Nomeo picks up his fifth assist of the season as well. So really showing the attacking to FX City, those of goals plus assists. Great finish there by Jay Stansfield. Close range. I think, I th- I, I think that that was a response that uh, Grecians wanted there, wasn't it? We wanted that response. I guess it's the perfect response. I personally couldn't have wished for better because... Seems like Exeter City have gone to bed a little bit in that first half, and that goal conceded woke them up. I think this goal is well deserved because we have to keep in mind the chances Exeter had early in the half. Fleetwood Town, obviously, you mentioned it. Not many goals scored. Not- it's, I think it's starting to look uh, look like Michael, but um, I, I think that the uh, Exeter City really have started to push a bit more. I think ever ever since they scored the equalising goal, and I think that particularly particularly um, in terms of uh, pushing the uh, centre-backs they're really happy uh, pressuring um, and as here we come Exeter to take the ball Jay Stansfield on the wing yeah, once again Exeter stealing the ball Stansfield on that left-hand side against his man Jay Stansfield inside the box crosses in Jay Stansfield still fighting for it and the ball comes back to Sparks Sparks on the left-hand side on his left foot attempting a cross Sparks ball into the box very ambitious ball to Sam Nombe goes all the way but another great chance and as you said, Exeter much improving. It's really important because, obviously, another game, finding themselves behind, but coming back quickly, unlike the previous matches, something that will give them confidence. Ball now with Kite. Kite heads it forward to Stansfield. And the ball now with Nombe. Nombe back to Sparks. Ball still bouncing before initially brought down and still in the air and now eventually switched to Danny Andrew. On that left-hand side again, Danny Adro has been very menacing through that left-hand side. And a cross coming in. And a chance now for Fleetwood. 
Paddy Lane on that right-hand side on the 18-yard box on his left foot plays it back. And Carlos Menos Gomez building on that goal, trying to, trying to create something with that cross. But that was outrageous, really, going all the way to the upper end of the big bank. That was more like the Fleetwood that we've seen in recent games. Uh, uh, Michael, you noted the uh, last game at Shrewsbury when it was uh, 7 of 22 shots on target. Um, yeah, that was, that, was, that was more like what we expect. And um, maybe, maybe we're starting to see the true sort of form of Fleetwood start, start to come through again. The ball now with Callum Morton. Callum Morton on the edge of the box. And one added minute which Fleetwood Town will be attacking for. And the cross will come in now from Dan Batty and cleared away from Jake Diabata and a chance to break. And a great chance actually, Jay Stansfield against his man, forward to Sam Nombe, Nombe, Nombe goes trying to go around the keeper. And Nombe still down. I don't think the goalkeeper might have got to it, but Nombe now going up. A great effort for Mexico City. It was just two passes that took them from their own 18-yard box to the other half. Because Jack Sparks playing it forward to Stansfield with the ball forward to Nomba who tried to go around the keeper who timed his run well, brought down. It's very hard to see where the contact has been made but now another chance but had gone out of play. Great chance for Mexico City. Could have been 2-1 just before half time. Nombe not able to get there in time. No foul given and the referee now fl- blows the half time whistle. And once again, we heard it many times in the first half. The main stand is furious because another controversial decision made just before the break. We see Hartridge and Nombe talking to Tom Neal now. But ends 1-1 in the first 45. What are your thoughts on the game, Joseph? My thoughts on the game is that I think Exeter City do have the upper hand right now. I think that's, that's a final chance. They're a really dangerous chance. Um, is an example of a trend we've seen over the half ecstasy being a lot more confident attacking goal um, I think the, I think the Fleetwood Town started the game really really well Michael I think actually and I think they started the game the better team to a, to a, to a certain degree and I think that first goal they've got may have settled some nerves could have, a team that struggled to score goals scoring scoring your first goal that early on in the, in the half really is going to help you along um, however, I think the Exeter City's attacking threat really shone through. I think the goal scorer, Jay Stansfield, off the back of Giovanni Brown and Sam Lombay creating chances, really proved this threat. And of course, as we mentioned earlier, Exeter City having a long bench today, a lot of options on the bench. Can you see maybe Tim DeYoung or maybe Rakeem Harper coming on in the half-time break to strengthen that midfield? Or maybe any other options you see for Kevin Nicholson to change this game? I think that given the, uh, given the words of Tim DeYoung, um, on social media before the game I think Tim Deng will come on I think that he will make a real difference I, I think that he will be ready and raring to play some league football again after an injury um, I think in terms of I, I think that Raheem Harper would be a good addition I think later on I think if we add Sonny Cox on I think Sonny Cox is going to add some real some real youth and vitality into this attack where maybe we might be flagging however that's that's to come um I'm expecting some changes from Fleetwood Town as well, maybe, but um, we'll, we will see. I, I think that uh, I think that Paddy Lane and Dan Batty will definitely start a pitch. I think they've had some really good performances. Um, they might bring on uh, Joe Garner. He's been he's been scoring some goals uh, recently, and so is Kean Hayes. Um, but we wait and see for the uh, for the half time to break. 
Well, absolutely. But for now, we'll take a break for 15 minutes. Uh, it's been a great first half, actually. Much enjoyed that. But we'll be back to bring you coverage of the second 45. You're listening to Expression FM Sport. And the teams are back at St. James Park for the second half. Exeter City will be kicking towards the Big Bank with Fleetwood Town kicking towards the St. James Road. And Exeter City, of course, once again in the second half playing towards their own fans at the Big Bank. Could this assist them, Joseph? Oh, certainly. And I think that I think Exeter City will build on the momentum they had before half-time and as they shoot towards their own fans, I think that I think Exeter City have got the uh, have got the edge here. Um, however, Fleetwood put a good performance at the start of the first half. Was but now another chance and a great ball this time from Archie Collins to Jack Sparks on that left hand side against his man. Jack Sparks left footed cross into the box, looking for Stansfield. Stansfield heads it back, and what a save by Jay Lynch! What a save from Jay Lynch! But the ball will now go with Jacob Reese. Jacob Reese on the right hand side, a chance to cross. Jacob Reese still with the ball. Ball into the box, blocked away. Caprice reclaims possession. Caprice, another ball comes in, cleared away again by Fleetwood. And the ball still with Exeter City. Here's Josh Key. Josh Key now on the ground. And the ball still in play. And Josh Key wins it back before ball coming somewhere into the centre of the park. <laughs> and still with Exeter City before eventually cleared away. Another foul. Of course, it's against Exeter City. We don't expect anything else from Tom Neal today. But that save from Jay Lynch was something exceptional because that ball was good from Jack Sparks. And Jay Stansfield, another free header. We've had plenty of those today. And Jay, uh, and Jay Lynch, who's moving across, so had to react in the opposite direction and did. A great save from the keeper. Jay Lynch is really proving himself. In the last few games, Fleetwood, they had been starting uh, young keeper uh, Jakub Stolacic. However, he has come back in Jay Lynch. He's come back in with an experienced hand. And that experience showed there with a great save against a really, really class header from Jay Stansfield. And applause, of course, all around St. James's Park in respect to Gordon Sparks, who, as you mentioned in the match preview, Joseph passed away at the age of 61. Fleetwood on the attack now. Ball with Josh Vella. Josh Vella looking for the overlap. Josh Vella plays it to Danny Andrew. Danny Andrew on the edge of the box. And the shot coming in. And blocked away. And guess who it was? It was Carlos Mendes Gomez unmarked again on the edge of the box. Beating his man with a fake shot first of all. With his left foot. Blocked this time. No deflection to take it into the net. But very worrying scenes again. Yeah, Michael, but it was, a, it was a great block there by Alex Hartridge, I think it was. Uh, blocking it with a side. Uh, yeah, Carlos Mendes Gomez, you cannot give him any room right now. And I think Exeter City have got to be wary of that threat. So that despite the fact that Fleetwood look like they are pushing back slightly, and they're sitting back slightly further than they were in the first half, Exeter City can be caught on the counter-attack as Jamal Blackburn gets the ball under pressure from uh, Danny Andrew, and he boots it into the centre field. And it's of Andrew. Danny Andrew. Danny Andrew now. Back with Vela. And Vela playing it back to Wirida. Wirida with a long ball. And Sparks fighting for it. It comes to the edge of the box. Shot with the left foot. And wide. From Drew Baker. Once again, 
Exeter caught napping on the edge of the box and Drew Baker with his left foot, with his weak foot, takes a deflection but this time takes it out for a corner. Lucky escape from Exeter City but Fleetwood seems to be putting man on that edge of the box, receiving the second ball and getting the shot. So in a corner now coming in from Danny Andrew, left footed Danny Andrew to the edge of the box and a header comes in and wide, another chance for Fleetwood Town. And Tim De Yang will now be coming on. Tim De Yang will be replacing Harry Kite. Understandable substitution. Harry Kite obviously still not fit to play a full 90 coming back from that injury. And Tim De Yang to the applause of the Big Bang and the main stand. The silky Frenchman makes his way back to St. James Park for a league game. And we've waited for that for a while. Good to see Timothy De Yang back. Let's hope he'll make an impact. Oh, certainly. Let's hope he makes an impact. I think he can make an impact here. I think that he will have that clinical edge that Exeter City need because we are making enough chances here as the ball trickles out off the foot of, Danny, uh, off the foot of uh, Jack Sparks there. But um, enough chances being made here to really score some goals and really cl- cl- clinically um, make those chances count, I think, Mike. And I think that Tim Dieng will be fired up in his first league game here at SJP. Ball now with Fleetwood on the edge of the box. A shot will come in left footed. No, it comes back to Danny Andro on that left foot. Danny Andro shot away. Jamal Blackman collects. Save hands from the number 18. And Jamal Blackman looks right. He's got Nombe. He's got Giovanni Brown, but he takes his time. Because Cheikh Diabate is on the ground, and this is very worrying. This is very worrying. Cheikh Diabate, who for me was Exeter's man of the match. And we saw how well he came into that lineup to replace Pierce Sweeney. It's his first game back from an injury. He's on the ground now, and this is worrying, Joseph. Really is worrying, Mike, and that's, that'd be really sad if Czech Diabate's game ended now. He's been a really... He's put in a really good performance, really good aerial threat, really good threat to interceptions as well. Um, we wait and see what the physio will do. Here's up... He is up walking towards the touchline now. Um, with a limp, though. With a limp, and that is really worrying to see. Um, applause. Applause ripples around St. James Park. Full check, dear Barté. As he applauds the fans as well. Um, does that mean that he's being subbed off? Probably does. This is... Um, this is... Um, he's off. This is awful news for Exeter City and I can see Rakeem Harper on the touchline which I guess would mean Tim Deyang is now a centre-back we saw him in that position last year but this season he's been playing more of an attacking role we saw him more in the camp position he hasn't played at centre-back of course the only option I see is Tim Deyang so if we look at the back line we've now got Tim Deyang, Josh Key and Alex Hartridge and only Alex Hartridge is actually a centre-back of the three Really, really difficult at the end of this game. But Exeter have got a great chance in front of the Big Bang. And Tim DeYang steps up for the free kick. He's got Matt Jay next to him. He's got Jack Sparks next to him. But Tim DeYang looks fairly confident to take it. You know what Matt Jay could do? He had a great free kick in the Papa Johns against Southampton under-21s. That goal came off the post and then tapped in by Kex Chalky. But Tim DeYang steps up for this one. Tim DeYang in front of the Big Bang. Over the wall. And just wide of the target, Tim Dieng with a great free kick. And it seems like Jay Lynch got a hand to it as well. It's going to be a corner kick. 
think Jay Lynch just got his fingertips to it. Don't know if that was necessary. The ball seemed to go out for a goal kick anyway. But a great free kick nonetheless. And now a corner. Archie Collins is next to the ball. Jacob Reese now stays back. So too Jack Sparks. Archie Collins left hand arm, right footed. In swinger. Looking for the header. And guess who it is? Tim DeYang heading it down. And Jay Lynch get his hands to it again. What an impact from Tim DeYang. He's already had two shots on target. Playing as a centre-back. Another corner now. Giovanni Brown to take it. More chances to come in. Definitely loads of options to aim for in this box. And one of them's got to be Tim DeYoung. We know what he can do. Big Bang giving its massive support. And Giovanni Brown with a corner. And a free kick is given for the away side. Fleetwood Town will be happy this situation and episode have ended. But... Oh, what a chance for Exeter City with the earlier corner. Tim DeYoung heading it. Another save from Jay Lynch. Jay Lynch, he's proven himself today. What a great game from the keeper. And Jay Lynch, Jay Lynch really has proven himself um, as he comes back in for the game, uh, replacing Solarchik. I think the Exeter City have got a goal in him here. I think they've got the attacking edge right now. Um, I think the Fleetwood Town, even though they are really counter-attacking really quite well and quite hard, um, particularly, uh, particularly with uh, Joe Garner, uh, Joe Garner on the wings. Um, Exeter City are really are pushing hard here. Um, I think that the uh, Josh Key scares get oh, and the ball, the ball goes to uh, Jamal Blackman, passes it out to Tim Dean as they aim to push forward to Josh Key upstanding again, passes forward to centrefield. Yeah, and it's now with Nombe, Nombe. His shirt pulled, but Rakeem Harper. Rakeem Harper wins it back for his team, and it's Giovanni Brown to Matt J. Matt J on the edge of the box. To Brown. Brown on the edge of the box. Brown still has the ball. It's to Caprice. Caprice will now have a chance to cross. The attack does continue. It's with Josh Key. Josh Key now to Jay Caprice. No, Josh Key can. Josh Key with the ball now on the right hand side against his man. Josh Key beats him. Brilliant from Josh Key. Josh Key's in the box. It's a cross going in. And Exeter score! And it's the birthday boy! It's Sam Nombe! Nombe has scored! Sam Nombe! The birthday boy might have just won it for Exeter at the dead in stoppage time. But what a move from Joshki! Joshki beating his man. We've seen it so many times last season and this season. And a tap in from Nombe. City, sponsored by Camp Seelings and Partitions, number 10, Sam Nombe. Sam Nombe is credited with the goal there. Amazing finish. The skill from Josh Key there to skin his defender. The absolute skill. That is his sixth goal of the season. Sam Nombe, close finish. Josh Key with some amazing skills there to lose his man on the edge of the penalty box and get the cross in I think that was a goal that was deserved for Exeter City and for the Grecians and I think that was a goal that was quite frankly coming as the ball goes into Fleetwood half as Fleetwood look to attack yeah, Exeter have to be focused they've conceded so many goals in stoppage time this season game is not over but that goal 
oh, I could not find a better present, birthday present for Nombe. And I said at the beginning of the game, I think he'll get his goal. And he's done it. He's just done it. At the dead. And the referee blows the full-time whistle. And Exeter have won it. And a win that was needed, a win that was deserved. Kevin Nicholson gets the second win in the league as interim manager for Exeter City. And how much do SGP love it? Sam Nambe's goal was decisive. And it's 2-1 to Exeter. Great performance by the Grecians today. And, uh, and uh, if that's the way Kevin Nicholson... Um, if that's where Kevin Nicholson closes out his interim, his interim managerial career here at Exeter City, then that would be a great way to finish. Jay Stansfield has just been named as man of the match there. Um, then if you agree, Mark, I think we'll come back to you if you man the match uh, choice. Sam Nobby, great performance, a great goal there. Josh keeps some great skill. Attendance is reported at 5,800 people here. Sounded like 50,000, I'll be honest, Michael. It was an amazing noise. Great confidence-boosting performance. And as we come into the period when we will announce the new manager of the Grecians, there'll be some real confidence about the team. Well, absolutely. Well, since you mentioned my man of the match, I've had a couple in my mind. One of them was Cech Diabate. Absolutely dominant in that back line, asserting his confidence all over the park. And his injury, well, I was a little worried when he came off, but the effort of Timothy Dian cannot be understated. He was excellent since coming on. And it's good to see both of them back. Hopefully Diabate's injury won't be too bad as well but I'm going to give my man of the match to Sam Nombe I'm going to be birthday biased maybe but I think that winning goal is so decisive and on his birthday he's been putting his effort on that pitch for 90 minutes and deserved that goal on his birthday 2-1 to Exeter and uh, I'll be looking forward to the next game as well but what do you think of your man of the match my man of the match um, I think the Czech Diabate was really contending um I will probably give it to Sam Nombe as well. However, honourable mention should and must go to Czech Diabate. Amazing performance, real general at the back, and real general in terms of interception and headed and um, headed uh, headed attacks. Um, I really think Exeter City. Um, if Czech Diabate's injury is a problem, that will be really quite sad. Um, next game is against Derby County in the league, away from home though. Indeed, next game is against Derby, a very difficult one. And then the one on Halloween on the 31st of October is, of course, against Plymouth Argyle, the first Devon Derby of the season. But we'll be back at St. James Park to bring you coverage of Exeter City's home fixture versus Peterborough United. I'm looking forward to that one too. But thank you very much for listening. It was a great game here at St. James Park. Thank you, Joseph, for joining me. Thank you, Mark, and it's been a pleasure to... Uh be chatting to you and, and to anybody listening along thank you for listening yes but that's it it's ended here at St James Park it's Exeter City 2 Fleetwood Town 1 and how good it feels to say that but have a great weekend ahead of you you were listening to Expression FM Sport <laughs>